the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Did I hear Tom Beck right? There was somebody shot in a porta potty. And if I, I open the story up, they apparently they dropped a porta potty on the corner in a ghetto. Are we sure we didn't stumble onto some sick ghetto hunting game? Whose idea was it to drop a porta potty on a corner? I guess they knew the inevitable was what happens in all Democrat mafia ghettos. Pretty soon, people start defecating in the streets. They figured they'd get ahead of it. I'd like to see how this turns out. Very interested at all. If this is a new ghetto hunting game. After all, it's the same kind of neighborhoods that produce dog fighting and fentanyl sales and crack cocaine sales. Why not the little bum hunting in the porta potties? Eh, you never know. Stranger things have happened. For instance, here's a strange thing that happened. When Joe Biden administration, the feeble fascist and the idiots, the idiots that put him in office, things started to happen very early on. I mean, after all, we're only nine months into this. It's like nine minutes in a porta potty in the ghetto. And uh, he released a couple of executive orders, and I had a a sneaky suspicion there was going to be some bad ramifications from them. Happening today, President Biden will sign three executive orders for immigration reform, which could impact many families in the Southland. One of them includes creating a task force aimed at reuniting children who were separated from their families at the border. The others involve reviewing the asylum policy and streamlining the naturalization process. Now, thanks to the... ACLU, which has been hiding under civil liberties. But people like me, people who can read and think and look at these communist dogs that occupy the ACLU, identify it correctly as the American Communist Liberation Underground. That's what ACLU stands for. They've been, uh, they got an idea. That idea is the government is considering payments of $450,000 per person affected by the Trump administration's zero tolerance policy. They claim that the separation that happened at the border, you know, the same one that's happening now that spurred the the cartel coyote real uh, drug smuggling, sex smuggling, every other kind of wretched smuggling, Democrat voter smuggling problem we have now at the southern border. Well, the ACLU and the Biden administration, they think the idea should be let's give them all four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, because after all, it's traumatic. It isn't traumatic when your parents or decide to sell you to coyotes or drug dealers and cartels to smuggle you across the border so they could use you as an anchor baby. What's traumatic is when the American government catches you and they say, let's see who's who. Everybody get to your corner. Let's figure out who's who. And they separate you. Those of us who have been arrested understand why they separate you. They want to make sure your stories line up to make sure you're not part of a sex trafficking ring or a drug smuggling ring. You know, the way that 99 percent 
of the people we've caught so far are. Don't worry, it hasn't stopped the flow of fentanyl and other various scum drugs and prostitutes and other kinds of derelicts into the hubs of Democrat mafia rule like Chicago and New York and New Jersey. It's still very reasonable. Fentanyl, the supply chain, and uh, cocaine and heroin uh, has been really quite smooth, not interrupted at all by the Biden policies. In fact, it's been helped. And now the people who said, I think I, I think it's bothered me that I got caught. You know, I, sure, I was breaking into the country and sure, I broke all kinds of laws. But when you caught me, it really mentally hurt me. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. My little son, who isn't really my son, he doesn't listen at all when I call him. I know it's the wrong name, but somebody pay me. And the Biden administration and the Marxist mafia and these idiots that build these ghettos, these morons, they figured, let's buy them off because that's the only plan they have. So what Kamala Harris, when she went and bribed the third world dictators to start the party train moving, that wasn't good enough. Now we're going to get $450,000 per person. And I'm wondering how many Americans will face the ramifications of this new tax plan where it's going to cost zero. They're going to print up all the money and spend it. How, many, how long is it going to take you, you American worker, you moron? How long is it going to take you, moron, to get $450,000 together when the government just cuts a check? To some, I'm sure it's a well-intended human being. None of them are drug smugglers or MS-13 members. None of those people will get $450,000. You think that's just hidden in this bill? Because this is the plot all along. Pay Pay off the perpetrators. Use the chaos that they create as an excuse and a weapon against good people to keep the good Americans down. Will you pay off your constituents who are sure to be Democrat voters? And this will just continue to happen. How does this not incentivize future break-ins to the country? I mean, even if you're happy in your third world hellhole run by socialists and communists and, you know, the people that make up the Biden administration and the American Marxist mafia, say you're happy, right? You're walking around, you got yourself a little lemonade stand, whatever the case is, 450000 American dollars. To go to the country, get detained, and say you've been mentally harmed. What kind of a moron would even consider this? And here's the good news for me, because this will happen, just like the bill will happen. But all of the low-life, butter-handed scum that are stuck in their jobs that they hate, that look terrible in the mirror naked, that hate other people just because they have more than they do and they want the government to strip it away. You know the good news? The American Marxist voting, Biden voting scumbag, he's not going to get a penny of this money. In fact, in four years or however long it takes to remove this feeble fascist from office, he's still going to be a bust out. He's still going to be miserable. He's going to be lower than he is now. Even though he's the reason we're in this predicament. Him and the never-Trumper Joe Walsh's Adam Kinzinger scum of the world of America that voted for this idiot. Because that's who's responsible for this kind of moronic decision and philosophy. And these politicians in total that make me sick. They truly make me sick. Especially the old ones. Even though post-op Pelosi has been all freshened up with Botox and God knows what else. She had the audacity to come out, and this is how they're going to pass the bill. We are, so where we are in time, that's what you want to know, right? Uh, at 3 o'clock, rules are 2.30. Somebody tell her what right time now, it is. Right now, the Rules Committee is preparing to go in. Uh, they have text. The text is up. You know, people have said, I want to see text. The text is up. 
So look, she's saying about the text, she means the bill. The bill is up, you moron. The one you want people to vote on that you haven't let anybody read or that only your inner circle have been able to propagandize through your surrogate propagandists of Pravda called the media. So now they're going to walk in a room and the bullet points are going to be up on cue cards. So these idiots can meander around and decide if they should bankrupt our nation or not. Uh, the text is up for review, uh-huh. for consideration for review. People will then say, well, this should be this way or clarification or addition, subtraction, whatever it is. This is the legislative process. And uh, that's the process. That's the process you use, you morphodite, to pass trillions of dollars. This is the process. You do realize not only are they corrupt, these people, not only are they corrupt, in what business would this work? We're going to make a decision now about import-export or about growth and manufacturing or about buying. And what we're going to do is we're going to walk our executives around the room and we're going to have the bullet points up. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to decide, okay, let's do it. They couldn't get jobs in the real world. These people are monuments to stupidity. Nancy Pelosi can't finish a sentence, this feeble moron, yet somehow has amassed a fortune of $500 million by front-running the corruption there we're witnessing right now. We're witnessing the destruction, the bankruptcy, and the flaw in America. And you know who that is? The politicians. That's the problem with America. Not the people, the politicians. Right now, though, we, today we will be having a hearing. They'll oh, hear yeah. from our chairman about the greatness. Is it me, or do you need to get... You, we got a dental guy. Doesn't Jim with the big nose wears the Hawaiian shirt? Doesn't he own like a dental place? Could you drill those dentures in your mouth so that when you speak, I don't have to hear them flop around like you're chewing a bagel? Moron. Of the um, Build Back Better Build initiative. Back better. And, and it's, it's pretty exciting. I'm so Ooh, proud stimulate. of the work that our chairs have done. And the work that everybody did to try to oh, cut it in half... And in a way that we could maintain support for it because that is coming. Brilliant. You know what you do, Nancy? You stop at every word and you stammer. And then you think about the next word. And you're going to sound even smarter than you do. You won't cause one person to say, and this idiot is the Speaker of the House. This, this is the Speaker of the House of the American government. This 80-year-old moron. No offense to you 80-year-olds. But if you're listening to the show, you're not a moron. Petition for the dollar, even at three point five trillion, when you cut it in half, uh-huh. it becomes, shall we say, keener. You mean one point seven five trillion? You stupid idiot! So, so that's what's happening now. So, we had said for a long time now, if we had a framework that had our priorities spelled out clearly and agreed. So here we're, we're what four months since you've been threatening to bankrupt America. And today you put together the framework on bullet points and cards and your moron affirmative action idiots are going to walk through a hall and decide whether to bankrupt our nation or not. Well, these are the same people, obviously, that decided to give $450,000 to the people that broke into our country. Two that added up to a top line, start with the priorities and then added up to a top line. This is riveting. Which was the limit. Mm hmm. Priorities I mentioned, the top line, 1.75 approximately, and the commitment that we would have the same bill pass the House and the Senate. Uh That's what we have now. That's what the president presented. 
and we won't have anything. Why don't we just go to Villa Scalabrini, get up all of the people who are waiting for Jello and rice pudding and ask them what they think, because that's who's running the damn country. This isn't a, a speaker of the house or a president. This is some comedy act on HBO of an old people's home where people are drunk on power. Regardless of whatever input we have in the bill, unless it is agreed to by the Senate. And, of course, we have to have it comply with the Senate 51 vote rule of the bird rule and the. That's a scam. There's no 51 percent rule. You made it up. You made it up, you moron. And now you're going to jam this down the throat without representation from the people that oppose you that will pay for it. Here's the real skinny. The people who are Democrats are nothing to this country but a liability. And the people who, who bribe them, their money people from Silicon Valley, they don't pay any of this. The, all the carve-outs, it's all there for them. This is about using the American bankruptcy against the poor working citizen who is not in on your scam. That's what the hell is going on. Go ahead, Nancy. Speaker of the House in all of her glory. There are two things, the bird rule and the privilege scrub. Is that more on the subject than you want to know? But anyway, that's what we have to do. And we hope to do that um, soon. But we, again, have to listen as the the, uh, printed version goes out. There's some clarifications that will come forth um, because there's... It's I'm always moving a bit, and uh, and that will happen in the manager's amendment. So we, we're on a path uh, to get this done. But for those who said, I want to see text, the text is there. This is what happens when you release special ed kids, no offense, to, to make rules. These are the dumbest people I've ever heard of. This is the Speaker of the House. We're talking about a bill that will change the American economy forever. And if you think you can win... And pull this back. Show me one time. Show me one time when these types of programs, when any program, any program has ever been pulled back. And for you scumbag Democrats that might be listening that are going to use the trick of the FDR when he tried to help the people of the Depression and they they stopped hiring people. Poppycock. They spread it to local. It's called municipal workers. Same thing. For you to review, for you to complain about, for you to add to, for subtract from, whatever it is, and we'll see what consensus uh, emerges from that. But we're really. This isn't consensus. This is fascism. This is intention destruction of my country. And it's got to stop right now. Right now. I want the Republicans to remove these people. I want competency tests. I want drug tests. She's on something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. And I don't mean the B12 Viagra and Chevis that Biden's meandering around on. 312-642-5600. Say you make 60000 a year. Let's just say you make sixty grand a year in your job. Say you're in the tax bracket, I don't know. I don't know what sixty grand. Twenty eight to thirty two percent. So you pay eleven thousand federal, then you got state, you pay your state. Then you pay all your sales taxes throughout all the stuff from your cable TV and everything. Out of that 60000 at the end of the year, what do you have? What do you have left? Do you, if, you, if you budget, do you have eighteen? How long does it take you to save $450,000? $450,000. That's what the government's going to give the people that broke into this country because they, their feelings were hurt and their kids were upset. Does it upset your kids when you make 60000 and the government takes half? Does it hurt your kids? Is that emotional? 
You tell me what this government represents. This government needs to be removed. Every single Marxist mafia Democrat member, every one of them. It's simple. They identify themselves as against the American principles by simply calling themselves a Democrat. Scourge. Megan, Orland Park. Hi, Sean. Um, you know, my husband showed me the Wall Street Journal um, thing about the 450000 per person. Per person. And I mean, that just got my ire up so much. And I'm like, I got to call Sean and tell him this. But of course, you're so well read. You're up on all the news. So here you are sharing it with your listeners. I am like livid. I am so angry. It's infuriating. This is what is going to go through. What's going to stop it, Megan? They could jam anything through. They are Democrats. They're jamming all of this nonsense through. They jammed Obamacare through without one Republican. What's going to stop him? Who's going to stop him? Adam Kinzinger? Is Adam going to stop it? Or is he already filling out his desk, his little name on his desk for the lobbying firm? The scumbag that he is. Who's going to stop him? I mean, yeah. it's, you I know always, what the hard part is? I live in an it's, area where there's so many handouts. I mean, I can tell the people that are walking around getting that extra cheese, as you say, the extra money um, and food stamps. And, Let's call uh, them what they are. The top purses Roaches. that are stolen by their son or whatever. And it's just, that's got me angry enough. Oh, ten God, years ago, God. ten years ago, Megan, I was going to to Caputo's in the neighborhood. Lady sitting there with her, and, and and by the way, she was she was not a minority. Louis Vuitton bag, cashmere jacket, loading up the day before Christmas. Pulls out a link card. I follow her out to the parking lot. She's got the GMC Denali all dolled up. Says nothing to do with race. This is character, and the people who do that have none. These aren't people who need a little help. I'm all for it. Help them out. What do you need, six months? All right, here's six months. Get on your feet. And then that's it. Now you're talking 450000 How many good Americans working every day will ever have 450000 in their bank account? How many? It's, it's ridiculous. And the reason you won't is because your government is pitted against you. And this is prima facie evidence. It's disgusting. Thank you, Megan, for the call. Absolutely disgusting. By the way, I cheated on the article. It was sent to me by Square Toes Jim. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How are you doing today? I'm angry today. First of all, Nancy Pelosi looks like a window. Every time she stands up there and talks, and the only reason she got the job is because her husband's a multimillionaire out there. Well, but the question too. I want to ask is, when are they going to bring Dr. Fauci under oath in the Senate for his diabolical experiments? This is an embarrassment to our country, and I find it very offensive. What do you think? I think he's, they've, they've all been an embarrassment to the country since the time they, they, they were in government. The embarrassment to our country is the saboteurs of its principles. So as far as I'm concerned, every single Democrat and 80% of the Republicans are an embarrassment to the country. As far as the puppies, huh, they went quick. I got news for you. You've you got about the same chance as those puppies do if you're a capitalist in this country, if you don't want to be a welfare roach, if you don't support the Democrat mafia. you got about the same chance as the puppy. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Listen, there's something else that uh, you talk about the diabolicalness of this uh, Fauci, man. Now, listen, I heard today, Ray, that there's probably as many as 200 uh, congressmen and these people in, uh, you know, in uh, our, these, uh, these big shots. I mean, they're on ivermectin and uh, hydrochloric and secret. They're, they're, they're getting it from 
you know, like, uh, you know, uh, in the, like the yeah, one. Does that surprise you, Craig? You, you, that's the part you're upset about. I'm upset about the fact know, that they made themselves multi, multi millionaires, never paid a damn bit of taxes as they want the, the people who work three jobs to pay taxes. That's what I'm upset about. Ivermectin and, and, and hydrochloroquine. Come on. The damn virus, you got 0.5% chance you're going to die. If you're not a fat slob, you got even better. So sick and tired of hearing about this nonsense. They're stealing our damn country. The greatest weapon they've ever had, COVID. We'll be back after this. You know what's great about my next guest? When we're done talking, you driving home, you listening in your house, whatever way you're listening, will know more about what's in the bankruptcy bill than any of the morons that are meandering around right now looking at it on cue cards. You're going to know more than the very traitors that will bankrupt this country. That's the beauty of having David Ditch on from the Heritage Foundation. David is a policy analyst in the Grover Herman Center for the Federal Budget at the Heritage Foundation. David, you know I love when you join me. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, um, riddled in this, are, are real, you know, they're, they're, as, as what I can see, are traps. They're, they're, they're traps meant to distract and destroy. That's what I believe the agenda is of the American Marxist Party. And the green energy bill is unbelievably efficient at it. Can you just go through a couple of nougats that the people may not be aware that's in this? Sure thing. And uh, they, uh, you know, the Democrats in, in the House are really trying to pull a fast one. You know, they, they released um, a new version of the bill today. It's 1,600 pages. And there seems to be a big push to tr- to try to get people to to read it, even though we have no idea how much it costs. You have no idea how much it led to the debt. But I was able to figure out at least some of what's still in there. Some. Okay. And the top item that I had fished out from the first go around is still there. <laughs> they want to throw ten billion with a B billion dollars at quote unquote environmental justice college programs. What's that look like? What's that look like? As if these professors aren't overpaid enough, what the hell does this look like? My guess is it would be more about trying to get universities that don't have these kinds of indoctrination programs going to start them up. My word. And then there's got to be groups. They're going to fund a bunch of weather underground people. And uh, after all, for the, the Bureau of Land Management, we have a, a, a what I think is an eco-terrorist. She was spiking trees. Um, we've got an agenda here that I don't think the people have any idea. We're talking about this as if it was a, another ridiculous yet harmful spending bill. This bill is really going to change the trajectory of our economy and our, our, our life in the future, is it not? There are several instances where the bill it doesn't say it a hundred percent you know directly but you don't have to read too closely between the lines to see that the funds are being directed towards left-wing activists that this is about seed funding for the political left for the long term for instance um you led me right into the next thing. Now, my, my old man and a bunch of relatives were all part of the Marine Corps, and I kind of knew what they were about. Can uh, you tell me why we need to create something called the uh, Climate Corps 
at $8.1 billion? $8.1 billion. Now, this is something that might have been removed. It might have been. But the way that I read it initially, and who knows if it might not get added in, because it's already known there's going to be another massive revision to this thing, if not two or three, before it's all said and done. But the way I looked at this originally is that you have someone who graduates with an env- a degree in environmental justice. How many jobs are there really out there for someone with that degree? That's where the Climate Corps would come in. Again, it, it looks like... I thought know, you just went right to work for Antifa. Well, go ahead. I think it's, Antifa doesn't really necessarily pay that much. Like, you know, it, it can be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the clothes aren't... We'll, we'll see. Yeah. And, and we'll see if it gets added or if it gets renamed or, or put in some other way. So now they have to... They've always had to subsidize green energy. Uh, yeah. You know, my favorite is the electric vehicles. And people don't realize the rich are the ones who receive those subsidies. In fact, it's half the reason they buy the cars. I don't necessarily blame directly a guy like Musk because he's never hid the fact of what his car is. He's never hid the fact that the destruction that it goes to make the batteries and the rest of it. But our government hides those facts. Are there more handouts for more destruction of the earth in the name of saving the earth? This is something I don't think they touched one penny of this. They're throwing $279 billion in in corporate welfare and in subsidies that are mostly going to benefit the upper class. And I'm going to give a shout-out to one of my colleagues at the Heritage Foundation who crunched the numbers a little bit. Someone earning $400,000 a year who buys a $74,000 electric truck would get a check for $12,500 for Uncle Sam. From Uncle Sam. <laughs> it's awesome. The scams are so good, David. I'm almost I'm almost envious. I mean, it's an outright fraud. It's an outright scam. And uh, it appears to be winning the day. Yeah. With all the different things that are getting cut that might go towards, you know, the, the middle class, it's fascinating to see perks that are clearly designed to benefit the donor class on the coast, those things aren't getting touched. So I'm lo- looking here. This has to be a misprint. You must have, you, you're just teasing me now. Now, you know I like to get aggravated. You have me pictured in my studio chewing on the microphone, which you're not far off. There's not really something called the uh, $85 million on climate and pregnant. What is What, what is this? Okay. So this is, this is, again, this is one of the things that was in the first draft of the bill. It's not in the second draft of the bill, but the stupidest part is still in. So in the first draft of the bill, they wanted to have a fishing expedition where they would spend $85 million. They would ask some, some researchers to see if they could do studies to show that climate change has effects on pregnancy. Again, not, they're not saying that we know it's a thing. We want, we're paying people to say it's a thing. It's, you know, there's no question what that research would find. And then they can't just say pregnant women. They have to say pregnant individuals Mm -hmm. for reasons that are obvious. Even though this specific spending isn't in the second draft, the term pregnant individuals is still there in another part of the bill. So they want to put into federal law this kind of nonsense. 
So I might be part of this study, and I'll tell you why. In February of 67, or January, there was a major snowstorm in Chicago. Major. Roads were blocked and everything. And then in November of 19... Uh, or I'm sorry, 67. In, in November of 1967, not only myself, but apparently the hospital was really packed with women having babies due to the blizzard. People had nothing else to do. There were only three channels back in 67. So do I get any part of this $85 million? Is there any way I could get in on this scam? Uh, I'm afraid not. <laughs> so, but but one, one scam you might be able to get in on, the, 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 um, the bill still includes $2.5 billion for something called tree equity. Ooh, I like that. They can't just say, we're going to plant trees. And by the way, why should the federal government be involved in planting trees? You know, why should people who live in the areas with lots of trees pay for people in cities to have more trees? I, I'm not sure I follow that reasoning. But even then, you can't just say planting trees. It has to be tree equity. It's all in the wording, David. It's all in the wording. For instance, I just watched a, a, a congressional hearing where Ocasio-Cortez, Shea Guevara without the beret, was drilling a, huh, pun intended, a oil executive for lobbying Congress in order to fight off this agenda that would not only, because it really wouldn't destroy oil companies. Oil companies have already been invested in green energy scams. They're going to make it in either case. But she was upset because they were spending hundreds of millions in lobbying, when the reality is what they're spending are hundreds of billions, if not trillions, in a fraud system that could not exist because it doesn't succeed at anything. And isn't that the real scam here, David? None of this does what they say it's going to do. In fact, in most cases, it's more harmful for the earth. And is anybody going to bring up their predictions of, of, of the end of the world, of climate chaos, all of their predictions for 70 years? have been wrong. Isn't that bothering anybody else but me? Even if you take them at their word, even if you think it's the biggest deal going that we need to try to reduce carbon emissions, the modeling says that if you spent all these hundreds of billions of dollars on all these Green New Deal programs, that it would supposedly reduce global temperatures by three one-hundredths of one degree in t the year 2100, which is a not you can't feel or accurately measure. And these people, How on earth is that worth it? And here's it. They've been lying to us, I mean, for 100 years. They're lying to us about the bill. They're lying to us about the spend. I, I have clips today, Biden, this morphodite. It's going to cost zero. It's not going to. I mean, I'm, I'm so sick of our willingness as, as, as adults. To take this lie and just be victims of it, you're at the Heritage Foundation. I've seen it. There's pipes involved. There's vests on sport coats, not like the Lori Lightfoot, but the one made for men. Can't you guys come up with something? Big think tank like the Heritage Foundation. I mean, must I do everything, David? Oh, my gosh. You brought up something that has absolutely been driving me crazy. So, so Biden, at one point, and I, I'm pretty sure this was just a slip of the tongue because that's practically all he can do when he doesn't have a teleprompter. <laughs> he said the bill doesn't cost anything, and they've, at this point they've quintupled down on that. Let's say that you went out, you emptied your bank account, you emptied your retirement account, you went out and you bought a Corvette or a Lamborghini, depending on how much money you got. Yeah. Does that mean it didn't cost anything just because you didn't go into debt? 
Exactly. It's preposterous. It's an insult to anybody with an IQ over 60. He's insulting the American public, and we're taking it. Can't we just say the 25th Amendment and remove this diaper-wearing dimwit, and let's get Nooner Harris in there just for a little excitement? But but this bill, word for word, for as much as the administration's been pushing it, Congress is the main vehicle. They're the ones who've been writing it. They're the ones responsible for passing it. And they're the ones who deserve the blame for the final outcome. Well, David, I'm looking forward to our card game in the concentration camp when the Fourth Reich gets their way. In the meantime, you keep up the good work at the Heritage Foundation. I truly appreciate reading you at Heritage.org. Thank you so much, David Ditch, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with your calls and comments and your nausea after this. I need a cleansing breath. Honestly, the reality of being bent over the barrel is just not something I'm good at. I'm a terrible slave. I'm a terrible slave. Would have been a terrible servant. I was, however, like AOC, a mixologist. I was. I was a mixologist. And even as a mixologist, you know, during uh, my high school, college years, yeah, I was underage serving drinks at my uncle's bar. It's true. And I also worked at liquor brokers. A lot of fun. Um... I still knew to maybe we should listen to scientists instead of mixologists. Mixologists are fun at parties. And if you play your cards right, you could end up going home one at night. But they're not really good when it comes to, like, uh, you know, big decisions. Are you real concerned about uh, this global warming? I'm only concerned about the incredible frenzy and hype for something that's a total myth. That concerns me a lot because uh, people are going hysterical about it. It's amazing to me how uh, upset so many people are and how many billions of dollars apparently our governments are going to spend of our tax dollars to combat something that isn't real. That has my attention, believe me. 70 years. 70 years the chicken little. 70 years it's going to be terrible. They all buy seaside estates, all of them, not just the Obamas. Joe Biden, he doesn't know he's seaside anymore, but he does have one. 70 years the prediction's wrong, wrong, wrong. Now we're going to spend a trillion dollars and all these phony... Com- Why? So they could make more money front-running the money? Insider trading the money? Here, just take the money. And don't put us all through all the nonsense because you've been wrong for 70 years, you frauds. Uh, as a scientist, I know that global warming doesn't really exist at all in any sense of significance and that we have nothing to worry about now are you saying that there hasn't even been any warming uh there's absolutely natural climate fluctuations uh we have uh, little ice ages we have warm-ups but john they were able to make it so that what we exhale is now a pollutant i mean sure that co2 was higher 12 thousand years ago but they don't care they just care about making things terrible for us can we do anything anything at all so you're not in a panic over uh the icebergs melting and the sea levels rising and i promise you 20 years from today i'll be the one that's laughing oh you're dead and we need you more than ever good news is you don't have to watch this nonsense but you're dead damn it the icebergs, the ice caps at the poles are not going to melt. The oceans are not going to flood the coast. They didn't. People are not going to die. We didn't. We're not going to have global climate change that cuts off the food supply. Oh, we got politicians at the ditch, John. See, 
Good thing he's dead. He'd be really disappointed. Of course, he did live in Chicago, and he do he did know about the Democrat mafia. He knew they were corrupt. He knew they were mafia figures and gangsters, but he didn't know they were going to destroy the nation. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, I feel so much better after um, the John Coleman. It, that's when Illinois, Chicago, man, that was when it was it. Was it. Proud to be from it. Proud to be from Chicago. Proud to be from Illinois. Now, not so much. I was going to do the uh, GDP thing, but I opened an article, and you know how that will distract me from time to time. Republican, Illinois Republican, Adam Kinzinger rips Fox News over new Tucker Carlson special. He calls it disgusting. Representative Adam Kinzinger, little Adam, little boy, never did anything, little boy. An Illinois Republican, typical Illinois Republican, slammed Fox News over controversial host Tucker Carlson's new special, Patriot Purge, which purports to tell the true story behind the pro-Trump January 6th attack against the U.S. Capitol. If that's an attack, Adam, I only wish to God you would have came to a card game in Melrose Park. That's an attack. Carlson, who routinely faces backlash for his controversial American principle stand, is now under assault from little Adam Kinzinger. The best part about these Democrat mafia figures destroying Illinois is that this corrupt scum, typical Illinois Republican, will be forced to go into lobbying. Adam's tweet, anyone working for Fox News must speak out. This is disgusting. It appears Fox News isn't even pretending anymore. What the hell does that mean, child? By the way, Misty, did he ever get back to me on my $15,000 challenge slash to charity donation? No? I didn't think he would. All right, how about Joe Walsh? Did he get back to me? No, I didn't think he would either. Scumbags. Cowards. But anyway, um, this is a big deal, right? The, the, the January 6th insurrection, the attack on the Capitol. It was a bunch of morons in a place they shouldn't belong. Most people call that Thanksgiving. Now, they're in prison. Many of them in prison not to be charged. If only Kim Fox was the prosecutor and they were Democrat murderers or carjackers, gang-banging scum. They'd have been out the next day. But now, we have a new way to get out. One of the insurrectionists accused of assaulting D.C. police officer Michael Fanon and stealing his badge and radio is this man, Thomas Sibick of Buffalo, New York, seen here holding a Capitol Police shield during the attack. Footage from Officer Fanon's body cam released by the Department of Justice appears to show Civic grabbing Fanon's badge and radio as he is swarmed by the crowd. DOJ even added these arrows to point out what he was doing. Yeah. When he was pressed by the FBI, Civic admitted to burying Officer Fanon's badge in his backyard. Civic faces multiple felony charges in connection with the attack. He has pleaded not guilty and has been held in a D.C. jail since his arrest in March. Earlier this month, he wrote a letter to the judge overseeing his case, saying he now loathes Donald Trump, adding, quote, 
January 6th was a disgrace to our nation that left a scar Trump is ultimately responsible for. Today, Judge Amy Berman Jackson ordered Civic be released before his trial, citing concerns about a toxic environment among imprisoned January 6th defendants. Civic will be turned over to the custody of his parents, who were ordered by the judge to limit his social media use and cable news viewing, even MSNBC. And there you go. That's how you get out, boys. Denounce Trump. This is just like the Inquisition. This is the, this is the Marxist Inquisition. You want to stop being tortured? Denounce Trump. Say you agree. Just repeat what Adam Kinzinger says, and you too will get out. Well, I thank the chairman for yielding. Let me just say first, Madam Speaker, as a Republican, uh, don't let my side use the security posture as the straw man argument in this. The reality is that's the equivalent of blaming the victim of a crime for the crime. And while it is important, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Madam Speaker, voting on a criminal contempt resolution is not... You denounce Trump. You denounce... You say you want Bannon in prison. You want him charged with all kinds of crime. You denounce everything that you stood for and you liked about Trump, restoring values to America, making the economy flourish, although I could argue a couple points with him, removing the regulations making us independent from the inbred Saudis who bribe the Democrats and most Republicans. Just denounce it all. Say you too are a party of, the, you are a, want to be a member of the Fourth Reich, and you will go home. And then you get to go with your mommy and daddy, and then they, they can't let you watch Fox News and uh, MSNBC. That's all you got to do. It's a simple procedure. And this is the new America, where laws are at the discretion of the Marxist mafia, because that's who's in charge of them, in case you're not paying attention, except for a handful of states, a handful of states. And it's with those states that I see the greatest amount of hope. Breaking right now at noon, another legal fight between President Biden and Governor DeSantis. The governor announcing the state has filed a lawsuit to fight the president's vaccine mandate for federal workers. It requires any business with more than 100 workers to force their employees to get the vaccine or do weekly testing. We are going to seek a preliminary injunction so that this mandate isn't allowed to be imposed at the expense of the jobs of Floridians. And we've got a very big footprint in Florida of companies that do do contracting work for the federal government. We've got a lot of them over on the space coast of Florida. Of course, we have defense contractors. We have a bunch. And uh, there's a lot of folks that will be in the crosshairs on this. So under the president's mandate, federal employees face a deadline of November 22nd, and contractors have until December 8th to get their shots. Let's see, our governor, my governor, DeSantis, is fighting against them, so he's going to file losses. Very refreshing. And opposed to the Illinois Republicans who like to argue on behalf of the corrupt Marxist mafia, like Adam Kinzinger. So see the difference? But for you guys that are trapped and being tortured... In the Marxist Inquisition, you need to denounce all principles of Americanism. You need to denounce the idea that you um, correctly think that the election was stolen by the Marxist mafia. You need to comply. And you just write a nice letter. You tell the judge you believe in her arbitrary use of law as a weapon. And you just want her to forgive you and to say you're sorry and you want to go home to mommy and you promise you won't watch Fox News anymore, and you can get out. You can stop the, the torture. As for those uh, 
amendments and the speedy trial and the low bail and all that, you know, the things that the country was founded on, those don't apply to you because you voted for Trump and you went to the Capitol, you know, the house that you supposedly own. I think that's how it goes. Your tax dollars and it's your house. You went there to voice your your disgust at the idea that somebody would put in this corrupt political whore, this moron, this dementia patient in a diaper meandering around destroying the country. You were upset about that. But you just say it was a mistake, and you, you, you two are going to put on the eagle, you know, the IRS logo, same one as the Third Reich. You're going to put on the eagle, and you're going to be a proud member of the Fourth Reich, also known as the American Democrats slash Marxist Mafia. Dave in Downers Grove. Yeah, Sean, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of these videos with the hostages, and they have to read a statement from their candidates. Yeah. And then they cut their heads off anyway. Yeah, the, well, well, they're going to do that figuratively. They're just going to make it so that oh, this yeah. poor son of a bitch can never keep a dollar, earn a dollar, and will be con- under constant audit his entire existence. Well, of course. And, oh. and, and you know what? I wonder what Kinsinger going to do when they find out the feds were, were involved with everything. Kinsinger's in the scam, brother. Kinsinger's going to be like, uh, like Paul Ryan. Before you know it. Kinzinger will be on the board at Fox. That's how Fox is going to do a mea copa to Kinzinger. He'll be on the board. He'll be making, you know, two, three million legitimately instead of having to run it through his own little pack, his own little money laundering scheme. Now Kinzinger can put the top down in that 9-11 and show everybody that, yes, he's rich and he's been really working for the money. It's going to be a great future for little Adam Kinzinger. For Illinois? No. Bankrupt, and you're pushed to put in Tea Party members to fight off the Marxist Mafia. That didn't go so well. But for Adam, and for scumbags like Joe Walsh, they're going to do just fine. Thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate it. Don on the South Side. Yeah, hi. Um, just want to say about the election coming up in Virginia. Uh-huh. How do you want? How much you want to bet? There's, there's going to magically be a couple of strongly held Democratic precincts they can't get their votes in on time, and they're magically going to find late votes and have to count late votes, and that's going to turn the election. You mean like they did in Minnesota for the for the stand-up comedian, the guy who 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 right. was packed? They're already what the printed and in a bag. You're already printed in somebody's trunk right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, come on, Don. We're from you're from the South Side, brother. You were weaned on I this know. stuff. I know. I was know. born and raised with this. I know. Yeah. Hey, it's one just... more fast thing. Uh, there's a there's a phone number here seven seven three. Seven six three nine two seven eight. I don't know, I don't know if I could say that in line, but it's right. a liberal show, and I call them up all the time, and oh. I try to put the word out, I, I and let them know we're no, we're, we're we're wise to them. Don, gonna happen calling a liberal call show, getting them to agree to g- getting them to agree with you, is um I don't know. It's the equivalent of trying to meet a nice transvestite. It doesn't work. Thank you very much, Don. I don't think you can say that, but I did. Joe Dundee. Yeah. Uh, you know all about Bregman. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's there. the Democratic Party, yeah. you know. And, um, you know, the Canary Islands are putting out more emissions right now than uh, any country ever could. What are the the Canary class, Islands? They're counting money that the Pritzkers are putting there? Well, how are they burning up? How, do they, how are they creating green energy problems? Is it just the money laundering? They're just all the money machines that the, the, the uh, oligarchs are dropping uh, on? Must be. But the middle class has not figured out that any time that the Democrats get in, that they're the ones that end up paying for this. Come on, Joe. You're trying to tell me we don't have a vibrant middle class in Chicago? There's not a vibrant middle class that's thriving, that's safe, that's succeeding. 
that is unencumbered by Democrat failure? Sure. What do you mean? We've got all these examples. New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Philadelphia, California. We got all of it. It's all look at look at how great it is when they're in charge. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Makes me feel good. I believe these were a couple of communists. They could sing, though. Unlike uh, our communists, who are really good for nothing. Over the next 10 years, it will not add to the deficit at all. It will re- actually reduce the deficit yeah. for the economists. You have to be such an idiot to have voted for this scumbag, or you're in the gang and you're a mafia member. That's it. It's simple. But Joe Biden is the biggest zero that ever held that office. The most corrupt, the most incompetent, the most obvious liar, and that's saying a lot, baby, that that office ever, ever had. It started with the lie. You heard it right. Lie. That this idiot was elected honestly. He was elected as crooked as Grand Avenue he was elected. He was elected by Democrat, Marxist, cheating, lying rats. That's who elected them. Scum that they are. Tom, Blue Island. Sean, brother, how you doing? The uh, January 6th riot, which was a riot, plenty of knuckleheads there. Yeah. And guys our age grew up with enough of knuckleheads, uh, plenty of knuckleheads. Morons, no question. This was, this was, or there was the Capitol stuff, the entry of the Capitol. Um, Prof mentioned it this morning. There's a, it's Darren Beatty is Abs. the guy's name. There's a group. Epps, Wayne Epps, incredible. This guy is the, he is in charge of the Arizona contingent of the group called the Oath Keepers. Him and Stuart Rhodes, you should, you, the video's incredible. He is actually the night before, yeah. and while Trump is speaking, mm-hmm. he's cajoling people to go into the Capitol. And the night before, it, it's comical. The, the guys, the and people I, are chanting. And, and let me tell you this. I, first of all, I've seen it all. I, I couldn't agree more. Obviously, he, he, he's, a, he's an antagonist who's a plant, and he's sent there by probably Democrats. There's no question about it. But who knows? It could have been intelligence. Who, who, who knows? But here's the, here's the ultimate problem. Why would good people do it anyway? I mean, honestly, would you have done it? You're going to listen to some idiot yeah, in the storm. The cat. Of course not. I don't know why people went there. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying I, they wanted to see Trump and support him, but it was obvious to me from the day after the election what happened. And you could run around with your hair on fire. You ain't going to change nothing. It's the most successful theft in American history. But it's right. a theft. And it's gone. It's like when your car's gone. Gone. Do you really want it back? After all, it's been driven around and beat up, and God knows what the hell's on your seats. Do you really want it back? I don't want it back. And uh, what it does is break the integrity of the election. And now every election, every single one, we're going to have to hope and pray they don't cheat. When after right. all, cheating on this one was the biggest one they did. And it's, it's and I'm sorry, they cheated on it. And I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to pretend that 81 million people voted for this idiot. I'm not going to pretend it. These people were dead. They were on roll calls they shouldn't have been. They were the Democrat Marxist mafia shuffled around the country in very key areas. Their voter turnout was over 90%. Come on. Come on. The voting, the ballot harvesting, it's all a scam. It's a scam. And now look what they're doing. They're paying off. They're paying off all their criminal organizations. That's how the mafia works. 
All they got to do is get in there. They're like Dracula. Once you let them in the house, it's over with. That's the problem we got. Thank you, Tom, for the call. I know I love it. But I'm not, I don't defend going to the Capitol. I wouldn't dirty my shoes. Would you dirty your shoes in the Capitol? Did you really even think, oh, it's your house? Is that, are there still people out there that think that? This is my building. My taxes pay for this. It's a scam. It's a fraud. It's a lie. They've been lying to you the whole time. And it's a private club that you ain't in. It's a private club that pretends to work for the people the whole time. All it's doing is trying to figure out how to screw you. I mean, does anybody ever work for a village? I did. No offense to everybody who works for villages, and I'm not saying you're all like that, but come on. Your biggest part of your day is picking lunch and deciding how not to get caught not working. I mean, it's a joke to me. So this whole thing that you were going to be welcome there, did you think that they were going to say, okay, come on in and everything will be fine? No. And did you think that those Capitol Police, like the one who shot the unarmed 98-pound girl, did you think they got those jobs because they weren't clout-connected to Democrats and Republicans? That's how they get that job. Cushiest job in the world. Now they're going to, I watched the New York Times, five people died from the Capitol. Who, besides the girl that got shot in the neck? The other guy died of a, of, of a stroke. We're going to pretend. I heard the stories right away. They beat him over the head with the fire. All a lie. It's all a lie. Just like everything that comes out of their mouth now. Over the next 10 years, it will not add to the deficit. It's a lie. They just want it in. And once it in, it's in, it's a cash machine for them. It's an absolute cash machine for them. And by hook or crook, they're going to jam this down your throat. Just like Obamacare. 11 years later unmitigated failure on all fronts and it's here to stay just like the biden administration and the democrat mafia cities and states that have destroyed the country you want to end the problems of america get rid of the democrat party make it illegal to be a communist wait a minute it is make it illegal to speak against american principles make fascism illegal wait a minute it is well how about somebody enforces it 312-642-5600 All right, before we get on, I've got a call that I think is rather interesting and I want to take. Steve in his car. Hi, Steve. Steve, it's far more exciting when I talk, tell about what you want to say. Go ahead. Hello? Yes. Are you there, Steve? Damn it, he's got an Obamacare. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, babe. All right, he's got us on mute. Steve, call back. What Steve wanted to know is, okay, we're talking about our liberties and our freedoms, and what is everybody going to do about it? This is something that I've been saying, that apparently I'm not saying it enough or articulating enough. You're going to have to support the very few states and politicians that are fighting for you. Now, you may be in Illinois. You may be. But you're going to have to support... States like the one I'm in right now, and unfortunately I'll be back in Illinois next week, but the states like the one I'm in now. And you don't have to pick Florida. By all means, pick whichever one you want. And you're going to have to support very specific politicians, not political organizations. Because the thing to always remember is that Democrats and Republicans have the same bank. So do not support old lady face Mitch and the GOP. The the thing that I... I I still find shocking, even though I learned of it decades ago. The politicians that sit on these committees, House Ways and Means Committee, the uh, Armed Forces Committee, the Intelligence Committee, 
They don't get on those committees because of their qualifications. They buy them from the party. And it works the same way in Democrats and Republicans. So in other words, if you are elected to Congress and you are an energy expert and you want to sit on the House Ways and Means Committee, first of all, you got to write them a check for 150 grand. So you as the new politician have to write a check for 150000 to get on the committee. Now, it's, it's irrelevant of your qualifications. Do you got the money? That's why they spend 90% of their day, these rotten morons, raising money, shaking down contributors. That is a corrupt system by definition. And it also means you have morons, mixologists, on very important committees like AOC. I mean, Maxine Waters, come on. Is there anybody there that can think she can balance her checkbook? She can't balance a checkbook. She's on the finance committee. She's the most important woman in American finance. She's an idiot. That's what we have. And that's why it explains when you hear Nancy Pelosi, who can't finish a sentence, mumbling around with this kind of power. It isn't because she's qualified or smart or efficient or successful. It's because she can afford the position. She's bribed her way to it. It's why she single-handedly has raised over $1 billion. In fact, I think it's a billion five. One politician raises a billion five in contributions. It explains why she only, she should be ashamed that only stealing 500 million for her and her moron husband. So where do you do, where do you go? You support individual new, new politicians that want to break that system up. Now, is Rand Paul new? Yeah, because he's never been in. Is Ted Cruz new? Ted Cruz I've got some issues with, but I understand why he, he, he may be raised money or took money from some nefarious places. I think Ted Cruz is ultimately a decent person, so I will give him a pass. I like him. But for the most part, we need new Congress people. And we need kids, young men and women that say this system cannot go on like this. You've broken the best country on the planet. You broke it. You corrupted it. It's over. Make it stop. So that's what you do. You're not going to do it from Illinois. Sorry, just the reality. You know, and you know I'm right, by the way. You might not like what I'm saying, but you know it's the truth. The Illinois Republican Party does not exist. It doesn't care about you, about American principles. It wants second place in the most corrupt state in the country. And yes, I mean that even when I think about New York and Nipples, Gambino, Cuomo, with, uh, oh, he's going to jail. Now, am I supposed to talk about that? He's going to jail for sexually harassing some AOC college roommate that got the job because she wanted the job and is part of the Democrat mafia. He should go to jail for the thousands, what is it, fifteen or 18,000 seniors he killed by putting COVID patients in old people's homes. That's why he should go to jail. So I don't really give a rip why he goes to jail. I'll feel better when he's in it. It's amazing that they're even prosecuting a Democrat oligarch like that. That's the real headline. But to think that you are going to get saved in a state as corrupted as New York, as New Jersey, as Chicago or California, you're not. You're not. It's never going to be red again. They like the system. They're in on it, which is why they retire when they get found out, right? Like Bill Brady with the gaming machines in the wife's name, with the pot dispensary cloud in the Republican Party in Illinois. 
So they're not. You think they're going to help you? They like the scam. So what are you going to do to Steve and his car? Who's back, Steve? I, I I did your point better than you. What are you going to do? You're going to either make sure your kids break the streak and are not subjects and prisoners and slaves of Illinois corruption, or you aren't. That's what you're going to do. And you have to support these politicians from states that are free, that are fighting back right now, because this is the fight right now. The states that are actively pushing back against this kind of stupidity. Any single element of this framework would fundamentally be viewed as a fundamental change in America. We face, and I apologize for saying this again, we face face an inflection point Uh as a nation. There's a major... He's right. This is an inflection point. He's 100% right. You want to know what I really... I'd love it if those states could secede. I'd love it if citizens could pay taxes based on policies they support and and support programs they believe in. Because $450,000 for illegal aliens that broke in, is is there anybody that supports that? Yet it's going to happen. How is it going to happen? Because the system has been corrupted. And in the face of the failure, in the face of the failure, there's nothing but spin and lies and fraud. We have breaking news. Brand new GDP numbers for quarter three released just moments ago. I've got no idea what they are. Chief Business Corps Christine Roman, Business Correspondent Christine Romans does. 2%. Woo! That is less than expected. And it's a downshift from the spring when we had a real... 2% is less than the funny money they printed up to keep the economy going. That means they're losing, in a rough guesstimate... Three percent. They're creating money to mimic the velocity of money in a, in a thriving economy. And you're getting two percent growth. A year ago, you had seven. A year ago, you were on track to have an economy that wasn't beholding to inbred Democrat bribing princes and frauds like Saudi Arabia and the entire cabal of OPEC. OPEC. They got us just where they want us. By the way, in all this green energy, all these agreements, you know the two countries not in on it? Russia and China. They're laughing at us. What Joe Biden and the Democrats have done to this country, Russia and China could never have done. Could never have done. What destroyed this country, what has changed the trajectory of its future, isn't Russia and China. It isn't even those inbred Saudi Arabia freaks. It's the Democrats. That's the problem. So you're going to run around in, in Illinois and say, well, what are you going to do about it? I did what I'm doing about it. I'm broadcasting right now from a studio. I'm paying out of my pocket to live everything. Fi- and it's fine because I'd rather go broke fighting for my freedom than go broke because I'm, a, I'm an American in a communist state like Illinois. That's just me. And you know who you have the blame for? The Illinois Republicans like Kinzinger and the upper echelon of the Illinois Republican Party. They're a disgrace. And now what are they going to do? A mea culpa? I'm sorry. I'm sorry we let it get this bad. You let it get this bad because you're lazy, or you're stupid, or you're a corrupt. Pick one. That's what you are. I'm not. I don't want your kids to have to suffer under it. So you're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to put some effort forward. But that's what success is and winning sounds like. When my brother and I were starting our first company, uh, in, instead of getting an apartment, we just rented a, a small office and we slept on the couch. Uh, and we, we showered at the, the YMCA. We had just one computer. So the website was up during the day uh, and I was coding at night. 
seven days a week, all the time. She briefly had a girlfriend in that period, and in order to be with me, she'd have to sleep in the office. Work hard, like, every waking hour. Like every waking hour. Work hard like every waking hour. Unfortunately, the American principles and the freedom and the hope and the optimism and the property rights in these Democrat mafia-run states are gone. You've been subverted. Pick up and leave. 312-642-5600. I could hear my wife in my head. Not everybody can leave. People love their... And I get all that. I really do. Then support politicians that are fighting very specific put a list together put a list of 10 10 politicians who you think are fighting for your principles contact them and support them you don't have and you don't have to have money to support them make phone calls for them do that kind of thing keep an eye out for maybe an organization that wants to raise money and support those 10 or those people that's what you do I understand everybody can't leave. I mean, uh, my mother couldn't leave before she died. And now I'm so disgusted with what Illinois is, I'm seriously thinking about digging her up and bringing her with me to Florida. However, I understand that I'm tainted, but I told you in the beginning of the show, I'm a terrible slave. I don't like the reality of being a victim, of being held harmless, of, of being held captive to people who are absent from their own failures. These people who have created this inflation never buy their own stuff. Their life is something we can... It's like Arthur. And yes, with the booze. That's how they really live. So they don't care when their decisions fail. We pay the cost. But it's a better quality of life if you can get your kids and just have that peace of mind. Okay, I can't move to Tennessee or Texas or Florida or whatever, but I can make sure my kid does. That's all. And support those politicians. That's my answer. Joe Munster. So New York has a greater population of the red states combined, like Wyoming only has a million people. So we're disproportionately represented by those Democrats in those big population areas. No, no. You what have, we need to do. You have the electoral is, college system. That, that, that's your help. That's what. Well, that's what in con- but we're disproportionately in con- Congress, represented yes. by them. And yeah. how do. You know, we need more people like DeSantis. We need to support people in those red states. We need more states' rights people. And your state, for example. Like the mandate. He's willing to sue them over the mandate. How do we – they once told us that smoking was okay. How do we know the government's right this time when they were wrong so many other times? Well, we we know they're wrong because they have to get all their boosters. Dr. Ezekiel got her third booster. She's one behind. But here's the thing, Joe. You're in Munster, Indiana, so you're talking to thousands of people. Who don't have the luxury you have you have some good politicians there you have some good ones so you can have an imp- impression on them by saying what you just said to them directly and call their office and say look i don't want to give you a ton of money but i'll work for you whatever i'll make calls that's how you do it and you can cause more of a ripple in the positive direction than than corrupt congress people and their victims uh, unfortunate victims who live in the ghettos they create can do. So that's how you do it. But Joe, you're a, you're a leg up on many, many, on all Illinoisans. Thank you for the call, and thank you more for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Bill LaSalle. Thanks for taking the call. I don't know if you've been following that uh, lithium-ion battery fire from Morris. Yeah. Uh, the last update from the U.S. EPA in September, they're still mm-hmm. working on a 
cleanup plan. So that is still not a, a finished deal because they haven't uncovered anything. And it, it, if you if you think about it, if the EPA doesn't have a plan yet, means they don't have any clues how to clean up that mess down there. Bill, Bill, if you, uh, I had, I was going to have Misty. It's a very long clip. It's about the uh, the fires that are started from those three million dollar windmills, and the people that are harmed by them, and the devastation it causes, the health issues, and livestock, and the rest of it. They don't care about what happens. They care about the money going into a system they can rob. This is, they're not interested in, in, in the issues of the lithium battery fire and the rest of it because the reality is if they, want, if they cared about right and wrong, if they really cared about right and wrong, all of their plans would be squashed. The holes in the wall are not magic. The electricity that comes from the holes in the wall, they're not, it's not, it doesn't come from, from green energy. None of it does. And even those you, those things they make to so-called produce green energy, it's devastating to the earth. The damage that lithium batteries do, just digging for it, just getting it. They can never, ever let the broader public see it because then everybody will know it's a fraud. And everybody will understand this is an illusion of success. We call it government. This is an illusion of fairness. We call it government. It's an illusion of freedom. We call it government, but it's really fascism i'll be back i got jonathan honig at 605 i love that kid we'll talk to him about the future from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in america he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. We have a lot of evidence that corrupt Marxism, socialism, and communism doesn't work. Yet here we are. So who better to bring on than the capitalist pig Jonathan Honig? He's not only a regular on Fox Business News, where I love to watch him, and I scream every time. That's my friend. He's also the author of the new textbook of Americanism. Jonathan, how are you? Sean, I, I, I'm chomping on my cigar a little bit even more angry these days than before. Uh, you know, the, the politics that is, the, the sexual that is politics, local politics, national politics. You know, I, I, I joke that I can't sigh and shake my head any more than I already am. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, I, I come out here and I, I'm generally not unhappy all the time. I'm, I'm actually, when you're a capitalist, when you love Americanism and you're an American, you're optimistic, you're bright. And now I have to watch what these corrupt bastards have done to my country very hard. But I want to ask you a specific question because most people shy away or don't give me the answer. I think you're going to give me the answer that I, I think as well. It appears to me that these buffoons in the Federal Reserve, in the Democrat Party, are comfortable that they created inflation and that they are arrogant and ignorant enough to think they can control it. Has it ever been controlled throughout history? Uh, the short answer is no, Sean. And it's only been controlled, it's only been caused by government. I mean, this is this insidious uh, it's terrible. And to call it a tax is actually a bit too generous. 
I mean, this is thievery. It's thievery from everyday Americans, but they don't even see it, Sean. But, you know, we see it when we, for example, go to the grocery store. We see that things that used to cost, oh, I don't know, four ninety nine or now $69, We see it when we go to the gas tank. And this isn't because of demand or because of greedy business men or, you know, a, a for-profit corporation. It's because of exactly what you said, government printing more money, spending more money, borrowing more money. And what that means for us is that our money, our savings, and as you said, you work for every dollar you made, well, those dollars are worth less and less and less. So that's exactly this destructive process that we're seeing right now. And look, I'm an optimistic capitalist just like you. I mean, look at the tremendous wealth that can be made in America, but these government officials, state, local, national, they're making it more and more difficult, Sean, and the inflation is just the latest example of how. So now I argued a lot with Trumponomics. I really did. There were a lot of things I didn't agree with I didn't like but here's what I did like and here's why I really really worked hard for him to win again he did something that really only maybe Ronald Reagan had done and that was he worked vehemently hard to make us energy independent he understood that only from the position of strength of a producer could we afford to pick the fights we already are in and nobody wants to recognize with this particular stance that the Biden regime has taken, are we not just going to lose that top status? And really, you could argue, go way down to number four with the policies that uh, Russia, that Iran, and that China have. I mean, what's going to keep us on top if we are beholding to these dictatorships around the world for the most precious entity in existence? Well, I mean, the, the only thing that can keep us on top, Sean, is the, the thing that put America on top. And, you know, that, that isn't even, with respect, it isn't even our, our natural resources, but it's our ideas. It's right. exactly as you said. It's those capitalist, individualistic ideas that make America what it is. You know, we used to make fun of countries like China or, or, or the Soviet Union with its central planning, you know, with the East German Trabant. We used to make fun of that and know that the American capitalist, individualistic, creative spirit, that's what always powers through in the end. But, you know, these days, if you listen to the Biden administration, as you said, what they would have you to believe is that government spending, that's where wealth is created. We more, need more government stimulus. We need more government uh, make-work programs. That's where the real jobs and, and wealth production comes through. So this is totally turning economics on its head. This idea that the more government spends, the more wealth is created, historically just the opposite is true, but yet that's the direction Biden's taking us down. Now, I've been lucky in life. I've, I, I've known you for a long time. We've known each other for a long time. I was early with the capitalist union when Obama was running. I thought that the capitalists cherished the principles of capitalism so much. They would, in fact, come together and really show the government who was boss under the, the Obama administration. Now that they have the Biden administration that is outright attacking them at every instance. And by the way, you don't you have to be a mediocre one and you're going to be attacked. Is there also an opportunity here for the capitalist pig to organize? You've got some friends in high places, kid, to organize these guys to really put a clamp down on what normally were picked off one by one. And we're afraid to come together, whatever the case is, to come together now and say, we are the ones that make your taxes even possible. If we go on sabbatical, 
if we go on strike, you got a real problem. And and to this argument, if they're going to take it from you anyway, or if you have to hire lawyers and all this to fight for your own money, aren't you better off just saying, eh, I'm out? Well, I mean, and sure, you're right. And look at the, uh, you know, the this latest example, the so-called billionaires tax. And, you know, believe me, that starts with billionaires and then maybe it trickles down to the multimillionaires or even millionaires in the end. I mean, that's the best example. You know, in, in a previous America, the thought was, Hey, if you earn a dollar, it's your dollar. You pay tax on it, it's your dollar. But the thought these days is that, you know, if you earn wealth, it's really the community's wealth. It's for the greater good. So if it needs to be redistributed, you know, for the environment, for the teachers' union, for the labor unions, whatever it is, well, it's all for the public good. So that's what I was saying. It's the ideas that need to, to, to turn around, the idea that, you know, you, you own your life, you have a right to your own life, and, you know, government doesn't own the right to your labor to redistribute as it sees fit. So that's what needs to change. The politicians, yes, but the ideas, we need more individualistic ideas. And people basically stick their head out the window and say, you know, I'm mad as hell and I'm, I'm not going to take it anymore. We saw that, what, 10, 15 years ago with the, the, the Tea Party movement. People were angry, they, they raised their voices, and they did it in an intelligent way. So we need to see more of that, more of that individualistic notion that says, you know, I earn this money, it's mine, and whether I'm a billionaire or even a, you know, somebody with a couple bucks in my pocket, government has no right to take it from me. The GDP today. I've had an argument with the GDP since I think we met. It is so infused with Keynesian Ponzi scheme money, it's very hard to untangle it. But when you see a GDP growth, supposed growth, they're actually counting not only the government cheese and the Keynesian spending in it, aren't they also counting inflation in the so-called GDP? Yeah, yes, and the GDP is a terrible indicator. What it is, however, though, it is a consistent indicator. So it has some, some use in that sense, as Sean, we're kind of looking at it over time. But you know, your point, I think, is spot on taken. I mean, part of what the GDP uh, measures is the amount of money that government spends. So if you want to go back and say, well, we think Solyndroff, you remember that one, was a, oh. was a, wonderful, was a, was a wonderful investment, then I guess the GDP continue, could continue to go up and up and up. It kind of gets back to that idea of really where does wealth come from? Where does wealth creation come from? It doesn't come from government spending. It comes from those for-profit private industries, and not just the big ones, the Apple, the Facebooks, et cetera, but from the small time, from you know the guy with – the plumber with maybe two or three people on his payroll, one person on his payroll. Mm-hmm. That's the real meat and bones, if you will, of the American economy. And those are the ones that are most impacted by all the taxes, all the regulation. Sure, it hurts the big guys, but it hurts every American just as well. And that's what I'm really worried about, Sean. You know, you know the, the, the old uh, uh, economist, Bastia, he talks about what is seen and what is unseen. So you tax the billionaires, you tax the millionaires. The rest of the economy feels the pain, and I think that's exactly what we're beginning to see with the GDP and all the rest. And I'm waiting for you to go on Fox, because I watch it. i got to admit, and I love when you're on. And I love how you bring that reality check to guys who are well-intended, but for the most part are, are, are mannequins and they're repeating talking points. And when you see a GDP growth of 2%, yet the Keynesian spending you're partaking in can account for really 5% and the inflation that they're cooking into the GDP as growth rather than what it is, inflation. And that you're really at a negative GDP. If you were ever to come up with, a, with an algorithm or a formula to unwind those numbers, you could argue that you need 4% under the, the principles of the way in which our government is spending to even break even. 
And it's just really an admission that we're a negative growth, and this isn't even growth anymore, and we're not going to solve the problem unless we can tell the truth. That's exactly what we're seeing with wages, Sean. You know, I mean, wages have been going up, you know, 2 3%, but they're not going up fast enough to compensate for the inflation that we're seeing. So, you know, people think, oh, it's great. You know, I've got a couple extra bucks in my pocket, but what they don't see is that that, that, that increase in wages isn't even enough to keep play, play, uh, uh, pace with the increase in, in living, the, the, the cost of living. So that's an insidious uh, uh, cycle we're in now. It's caused by government. You know, people think that, well, inflation is caused by, you know, a blockage at the ports or people demanding more goods. It's caused, as you pointed out, by that artificial expanse in the money supply. You know, it's not like, you know, a government produces anything. They literally just print the money, distribute it out, the stimulus checks and all, all the rest. And that's what pushes the cost of everything up, makes it more expensive to live. So this isn't a, something that's going to go back in the bottle anytime soon, Sean. And when you think about it, the inflation that really wrecked the country in the early 1980s, it started in the early 1970s. You know, yeah. 1973, uh, uh, the cost of uh, heating oil doubled. Uh, Gerald Ford called inflation public enemy number one. That was even before uh, Carter's time. So I don't think this, uh, this gets in the bottle anytime soon. In fact, everything Biden's doing is making it worse. More spending, more taxing, more regulating to go. So I don't, have, I don't go on Twitter anymore or Facebook, and you used to post stuff for your dog. How's the dog doing? I don't get to see him anymore. How's everything going with the dog? The dog, the dog at CapitalistPig.com is just great. I mean, a lot of people, as you know, are fed up. They are frustrated, but they need some intellectual ammunition. I know that's what, you're, what you do with your program. It's what I do with Textbook of Americanism. So we all need to do to get this country back on track. Yeah, because uh, I know how it ends, and uh, I like my dog, too. I don't want to have to eat him, and I'm dog-sitting Dan Prop's dog. <laughs> who he named Hayek, who is the dumbest dog I've ever seen, so he's going to go first. And uh, I'm not looking forward to the Venezuela future, but I want to thank you very much for coming out. I want to thank you for putting up the fight. And keep doing right, like you're doing on Fox News, by standing on those principles of capitalism and Americanism. You make me proud every time I see you. So thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Your listeners, too, we're part of a great group here. Let's keep it going and keep America strong. Be well. Jonathan Honig, everybody, we'll be back with your calls and comments after this. You know what I was just thinking about? that? I still can't get that $450,000 of payoff to the illegal aliens that broke through the country. And I say that growing up in our neighborhood, Melrose Park, that we had a tremendous amount of illegal aliens in the 70s, and, and I knew them, and I loved them. They were wonderful people the ones I interacted with. And my my uncle and my grandfather would work hard to help them get their citizenship. We had a family that the kid worked worked by my uh, grandfather's auto parts store. I, lo- I mean, I, I loved him that he wanted to be an American so, so much. He worked so hard, and he did. He finally did it, and he did it the right way. And um, the whole time, he would, I, I keep thinking about his reaction to this. How insulted he is. He's now the proudest American one of, although I haven't seen him in a while, but always was one of the most proud Americans I ever interacted with. And all the other people who came here because their countries were socialists, were communists, were abusing them. And they came here and they worked very hard and they wouldn't take welfare and handouts because of their own principles. And it's a shame now that you're rewarding, ironically, not those people, You're rewarding the people who came here for those benefits, for welfare, 
who came here to be a part of the Democrat mafia, who understand all I need to do is vote for you and you're going to give me all of this stuff. And on top of it, 450,000 and how many American families have struggled? My mother never had had money to her name, never. She was the richest woman I knew, never had money to her name. Worked three jobs, three. And I, 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 I just think about how outrageous this is outrageous and how inevitable it is and it's this way because we refuse to speak the truth the truth is this is fascism this is marxism this is fracking wrong wrong and i'm not a victim of your whim it's despicable and disgraceful to me and i'm not going to stand for it marty naperville Hey, uh, one year from today, Sean, my house in Florida will be done. I'm a little up further north. I'm up in Spring Hill, which is north my of Tampa, is. but it's out. It's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Be in Spring Hill on uh, Palm Green Lane. It broke oh. ground this month. They said uh, one year. Can't Good wait. for you, babe. I got to go oh. see my old man tomorrow. He fell down and broke his hip while I was on oh. air on Friday. And uh, By the I way, got... I just wanted to say I was I was in the car with a guy who listened to a station up the dial of some ex-DJ, ex-country and western DJ, and it's, uh, yeah. I know I ain't an ex, now I know he's an ex-country and western DJ, the guy hates America, man, I can't, I told this guy, what, I said, how the hell are you listen to this stuff? Well, I appreciate that, Marty, so, here's the thing you gotta understand, though, you, you know, you're, you're in an unusual position, you like a guy who never was supposed to be on radio. I'm not, I don't know how to do this. You know, it's, it's funny. I just had Misty tell me we were going to talk about something. I talked about something else. She goes, I love how you don't know what you're talking about until five seconds before the stage. That's not how normal radio is. Normal radio is done by these con artists. This station. Oh, yeah. They specifically, get in there three hours ahead of time and yeah. talk about how to get their show. This, this station. And yeah. I've been lucky enough to meet some of the hosts. They all are like us. All of them. That's what gave me the confidence to know I could do it. These are good guys who do something they love because they stand on principle, not a con job. Um, that's why I'm, I'm very blessed with this station and with. This by the company. way, by the way, Amy looks pretty good in her TV commercials, man. For the uh, yeah, well, they're the third sponsors, and I take it the uh, not bad. She was big in the '80s too. She she held on pretty good, Amy, huh? I will tell you what, she looks she, good. Yeah, yeah, she looks good in those commercials. So, and, and, and she does. She does the other vitamin, man. but I know she takes my natrin too. She just won't admit it. Thank you, Marty. <laughs> I appreciate the call very much. Yeah. So my 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 old man, I got to go see him tomorrow. Right up in Spring Hill, where Marty is far from here. It's like three hours from where I am, and then I'm flying back over the weekend. But um, he breaks his hip in the hospital. The old man's crazy. You know, Union bricklayer. Republican for a little while. The Ogilvy passes the tolls. And he gives up politics completely. I didn't talk to him too much throughout my teenage years, but we're friends now. We're very good friends. And he's out of his mind. So he goes in for the hip replacement, and they put two screws in. And uh, I get a call from the nurse. They're like, he's he's flipping out. He did the the Jerry Seinfeld, Morty Seinfeld. I want it's gone. I want it's gone. That's exactly what he did. He put his, he he hit his wallet in the in the Kleenex box. And was convinced they stole it versus some orderly throwing it out and demanded to go home. So, so he signs the thing, he gets out early. Now I got to go deal with this crackpot tomorrow. So tomorrow's show will be done from um, the studio in Tampa, Salem Studio in Tampa, because these people are so wonderful. They said, hey, you want to go see your father before you come home? We're going to make it happen. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And up in that Salem studio is where I met some local hosts. And it's funny. They all feel the same way we do. That's why this company, I'm not, I mean, I don't have to, my contract's signed. I don't have to say anything. This company is a company where 
everybody who works at it really shares those principles. And this is not a job to us. This is a mission. And you're not listeners. You're part of our family. And that's why when I do this show, I don't do it for a Democrat. I don't even want to think about the fact some low-life scumbag who would vote for Joe Biden can even hear me. They are repulsive to me. They have destroyed my country, and I'm going to do everything in my power. I'm going to never shut my mouth. I'm going to always stick up for the principles that brought all of us here, all of our ancestors here, not for government cheese or $450,000 handout, but for freedom and liberty and principles. The other side doesn't have any. So when you hear some con man selling you something he doesn't believe in, it's because he's getting $200. He can give a rip about you. That's all we're surrounded by. Con men. That's why we need to stick together. And I love doing it right here. I'll be back after these messages. Oh, here we go. Great song. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Yeah, nobody would thought they'd look upon the <laughs> Vietnam years as better than this. Um, I'm going to do a little public service announcement. During the break, I got an email, and this is the new thing. Well, it's not that new, but uh, it's identity theft, right? The IRS provides COVID-19 pandemic relief funds totaling $532. And then the email says, after going through the company's investigation, you are selected to receive $532 funding from the IRS. The IRS doesn't send you emails. They don't call your phone. These are Democrat scum stealing identity. Oh, and they're Democrats. Don't think anything about it. And if you have, for the older people out there, you click on the sender and it it may say govus.irs. It's not. Once you open it up, it says, you know, it's some moron scam artist from a third world hellhole looking to steal your identity. So I only hope that one day I get to catch one of these guys and I have my trusty ball peen hammer with me. And I only hope his victims are the morons dumb enough to vote for Biden. That's called a win-win. Dave in Wheaton. Sean, um, I know you know my background. I'm a retired physical therapist. I drive trucks, and I work in warehouses. And half my family came from Mexico, the other half from Germany. There's bad Germans. Whew, the Nazis you must be a terrible drunk. Go ahead. I don't drink. So <laughs> do the world a favor. But, but here's the thing. The good, there's good Mexican people. There are wonderful Mexican people, and they live and they live in Mexico. And like your friend, they become American citizens. I have no problem. I don't think anyone does. Mexicans don't vote as a block. The good Mexicans that come here legally are upset at these people that cut in line in front of other people. And Sean, I've told you this a couple times at your store, but these these guys will brag at work that they have two Social Security cards. They get them for sixty five dollars. One says Gonzalez, one says Rodriguez. You can even look at their mailboxes sometimes and see these names on there. And here's and the other thing, get, too, Dave. They're not, they're not all Mexican. They're from El Salvador. No, but, but let's, just be, let's just be honest, Sean. Yeah. It, it, the bulk of them are from Mexico. And when they say Hispanic, I think it's a way of hiding that it's Mexico. We give Mexico close to $50 billion yeah. in assistance. Uh-huh. And they have a lot of problems, Sean. They oh, have yeah. a lot of problems. But what I'm saying is, they're getting. Look at the vehicles they're driving, people. When you're when you're out there and you see these people from Mexico, look at the vehicles they're driving. These people are making fourteen dollars an hour, eleven dollars an hour, and they're driving like brand new Escalade. 
Think yeah. about what they're stealing from us. And, and these are not the good people. Of, these are the bad people. Well, and deporting people, Sean, when you deport somebody, you're bringing them back to the country. And they, they, love, they love Mexico. It's not a big deal. Deport well, these people, too. You, you they, they're going to a country that they love. They What's, that love holiday? What's that holiday that they have where they drive around with all the flags on it? Yeah, that, that's an insult. I mean, if we did that down there, they would I have a heart attack. Mexican Independence Day. You're jamming up traffic. You got the wrong flag on your car, and uh, here you are. But, hey, I you get your point. Driving around in an Escalade, I don't know. I work awful hard. I drive around in a nice car, but it costs me. Um, but racial division. Thank you, by the way, Dave, for the phone call. Racial division is the way that the Marxist mafia keeps people hostile. This is the goal, to keep people hostile. Now, um, we are facing and we are combating um, this theory by a failure, critical race theory. This is a disgruntled scumbag who couldn't get a job, and he came with the conclusion that anybody that wouldn't see his brilliance must be racist. This is pretty much the premise of all forced hires and uh, affirmative action and the rest of it. So um, we've got an issue right now where this is going to be the way of the future. And this kind of divisiveness and this angst and this indicting strangers of prejudices they don't have, but once you cast that accusation upon them, they can't defend themselves. These are, this is what happens when you put people in positions they shouldn't be in. This, um, this woman is a professor, if you can believe it, and she is influencing kids. She has tenure. She is from Rutgers, I believe. I'm going to get that for sure. And I want you to hear what she said. This is not like an old clip. Ooh, this is from before we knew what the Marxists and the BLM and the critical race theory advocates were selling. This is from yesterday. I think that white people are committed to being villains in the aggregate, right? The real sort of issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it, is one, I think that white people viscerally fear. It's not that white people don't know, right, what they have done. They know. They fear that there is no other way to be human but the way in which they are human, which is to... So, you know, like you talk to white people and whenever you, you really want to have a reckoning about it, they say stuff like, you know, it's just human nature. If y'all had all of this power, you would have done the same thing, right? And it's like, no, that's what white humans did. White human beings thought there's a world here and we own it. Prior to them... Black and brown people have been sailing across oceans, interacting with each other for centuries without total subjugation, domination, and colonialism. We have seen uh, what a what a show this iteration of treatment of, of other human beings means, and that my hope is that we would do it differently you know, in the moments when we have some power. We will not do it perfectly, but I do think that all of us can sort of agree that a politics that says, like, there are superior and inferior human beings just isn't the way to go. And that's the thing that white people don't trust us to do because they are so corrupt. You know, their thinking is so morally and spiritually bankrupt about power. Only the Democrats. This is Dr. Brittany Cooper, a professor in the Rutgers Women's Gender and Sexual Studies Department. Now, the idea, the way that she speaks, and she's a professor, shows you that the only reason she's a professor is because she took advantage of policies that would have rejected her based on her intellect. 
of which she has none. What she has plenty of is hate, misinformation, and authority to spread this to children in college and apparently around the world because this is something um, that now is in the stratosphere and now will be chanted by news organizations who have news propagandists who are given their position based on their same qualifications that got this idiot, this moron, by the way, fat, in a position she shouldn't be in. They can't let, you know, they fear viscerally, existentially letting go of power because they cannot imagine that there's another way to be. It is either that you dominate or you are dominated. And isn't it sad that 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 is spiritually who they are and that they can't imagine a sort of more expansive notion of the world? The thing I want to say to you is we got to take these motherfuckers out. But I know, but like, we can't say that, right? We can't say, like, I don't believe in a project of violence. I truly don't. Because I think in the end that our souls suffer from that. And I do think that some of this is a spiritual condition. So here is where... Well, lucky for us, she's spiritual. Lucky for us, she's spiritual. What she is is, is, is hateful. She's bigoted. She's a racist. She's a scumbag. And she's a professor with tenure. And she probably makes, she, judging by the looks of her, she makes enough to feed about 285 pounds of fat she makes more than most people that she's condemning. She proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that what the mission statement of this critical race theory of the BLM, of the American Marxist mafia, is to implement racism in the name of correcting a racism that doesn't exist. Up until this last year, I never once saw a person and said, oh, there's a Latino. Ooh, there's a black. I never did. I give everybody the assumption that they are men and women that believe in the same things I believe into until they open their mouth and prove themselves to be lesser than me. Regardless of my pigment of my skin, it's the content of my character. This woman has none. I don't care what color she is. She's scum. I don't care what title she has. She's scum. I don't care how popular her views become. They are evil and racist. 312-642-5600. Right? I gave this like TED talk about this some years back. And one of the reasons I was trying to think about it is like, the the world didn't start when white people arrived in America and tried to tell all the rest of us how things were going to go. There were people out here making worlds, Africans and indigenous people being brilliant and, you know, libraries and inventions. Yeah, there were a lot of libraries when the Apaches were skinning the other tribes. A lot of libraries. It was really wonderful as the Apaches were raping and enslaving the, the women and children of the other tribes. It was, it was amazing. There were all kinds of libraries. Mm -hmm. You know who's never been in a library? Professor Fatass, never been in a library. But she spews the hate, and she's got the job, and she's got the new critical race theory. Isn't it, isn't it peaceful? Isn't it wonderful? Maybe she doesn't know that in Africa right now, they have slaves right now. In Saudi Arabia, they have slaves right now how many uh, libraries do they have hmm she's brilliant she's absolutely brilliant matt the south side hey sean 
Yes, buddy. Hey, you know, listening about this this Rutgers professor, critical race theory is the biggest the biggest scam. It's the big lie that the Democrat Party has to keep going to format the hatred and division to keep black versus white or, you know, keep their that's why majority of, of the um, black communities vote for Democrat because they keep Man. this big lie going. Man, I have to tell you, I was so so blessed in life. I, I I went to a school that was very had a variety of different races and ethnicities, and I, I went to a, a Catholic school, St. Joe's. And um, yeah. you wouldn't believe this, but my friends were not the Hinsdale drug addict dropouts. My friends were happened to be kids with the same kind of backgrounds and principles and family status, and grew up in the same, same with me, Andrew and Gary. And they were not Caucasian. And do you know what I loved about each and every? one of my friends who I haven't seen in years but would love to um, is that they didn't judge me based on my color because they knew I wasn't judging them and in fact they knew they were so proud of their heritage they didn't need me to approve or anybody to approve they were proud to be who they were and what women like this and men like this who believe this what they're really doing is they're making people they're stripping them of that self-dignity and that self-pride yeah. because they need them to be hated. They need them to feel inferior so that they could project the same kind of hatred that they live on. This woman lives on hatred. And you know what else? You can only see that in a fat person. Nobody could let themselves get to be 350 <laughs> right. pounds if they didn't hate themselves. You think Jelly Belly yeah. Pritzker is sitting down right now shoving oh, a cream puff in his mouth because he loves himself? No, I don't think no, so. No, it's gluttony. It's, That's it. It's and he knows disgusting. he shouldn't. He knows he's a disgusting piece of garbage, and he has to right. soothe his inner soul by stuffing cream puffs in his mouth. Yeah. And it explains it. <laughs> right, all that extra butter. Thank you know, you he pushes much. the critical race theory, too. He wants that in all the Chicago schools. You're right. It's in every you know, school. They want, the, they want kids to grow up black people feeling they're oppressed, yeah. whites, that, they're, that imagine, they're the oppressor. No. Uh, imagine, no way. Imagine their biggest fear, having people take pride in themselves so they wouldn't need con artists like this at the helm. That's their biggest fear, is the individuality and the American principles this country was founded on. That's why they got to ruin it and rip it down. I'll be back in 21 hours from Tampa Bay Studios. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.